evening, good evening, good evening. Keith London with Rogue Agenda coming with you guys again. We talked about kit competition, breeding. Let's talk about breeding for kit competition birds. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's see what we can come up with here. I wrote some stuff down just for this. Breeding for kick competition building is essential if you want to become competitive and remain competitive in kick competition. So in other words, if you want to be in kick competition, you want to have birds for kick competition, you need to breed for the traits involved. So if you're breeding for one specific trait, then you're going about it all wrong. There's going to be a whole lot of traits combined. So how do we do this? First, let's, let's explore um, the boundaries of kick competition. Number one, they must kit. The tighter, the better. They must roll correctly. You know, quality is what quality equals style and speed. That's what quality really is, style and speed. Speed without style is no good. And style with no speed is no good. So we're gonna say quality equals style and speed. We got that straight, right? must roll with adequate depth. Adequate is 10 feet medium to however you can ha- have them, how deep you can have them and still maintain the kidding and for them to get back together or stay together. Okay, they must roll together. Together means at the same time, not one, then two, then three, then three, no. Five, six, eight, 12, whatever it may be, together. Now, we know they might be like a fraction of a second off from each other, but that's okay, because the human eye is not, not that fast anyway. Okay, now, they must roll together with frequency. So if they're gonna roll together, you don't want them to do it once and stop, so you want to keep on doing it. The more they do it together, the better, the more points you can rack up, right? They must con- commit to, them, to the roll on the brakes and be safe while doing so. So that means that if you got birds that can roll 20 feet up to 40, 50 feet, as long as they can maintain within the safe boundaries, it's great. That's what they mean by commit to the roll. All right, so we got all that together. Now we got to get them them to all do it at once. Kit sensitivity or collective rolling, whichever one you want to call it. That's what you're going to need to have. You need to instill that into your birds. You're gonna need to select the birds just for that. So here we go, let's get started. It would be easier to start with a base of birds that at least have the basics, tight kidney, correct rolling, and a degree of frequency, okay? Kit sensitivity, kit sensitivity um, or commitment to minimum quality the roll on the brakes, that means what you want to do is have the birds kit sensitive. That's what we're going to add now. So we're going to select those birds that give you that, right? So once you select birds with these minimum traits, then it would be wise to seek out the traits that are missing, either within your loft or from an outside source. What I mean by from inside your, inside your loft is you're going to go through your loft and see which birds give you some frequency or some kit sensitivity. If you don't have any loft, go to your kit box. There are some birds that are all working. 
we're gonna try to bring those birds in and make them to our best birds to get get more frequency. This takes a little time because you're gonna take birds from your kit, which is kit you're building. So you're trying to build a stud right now. So that's what you got. That's one way to do it. Or go to outside source. The outside source got to be somebody who has an abundance of what you're looking for. So if you're looking for a kit sensitivity or frequency, whichever one, go to a loft that has that in abundance where his birds, that's a trait his birds lock in. All right? Now, keep that in mind. Every time you bring in a bird, you gotta, if you need that, that's what you bring in. Don't select birds because they're fast. If, that's what you, if you need kit sensitivity or frequency, why bring in birds that are fast? I'm gonna get back, to, I'm gonna get to that point in a minute. Okay, awesome. I say, I suggest that you take a good look at your birds. You have your love and your kit box, okay? If you don't see any of the traits that you need to move your family forward, look at possible matings that can produce such birds. That means you might have two birds you can put together that give you what you want that's already in your loft. You might, they might already be in there. It might not be the birds themselves, but might, when you put these two birds together, you might get this. It's all the things you must try if you want to be competitive or you can choose alternative we get to there we get there too so so if you still can't come up with anything that can possibly produce those traits then you most likely need to seek an outside source like I said outside source is something you gotta go get and you want to go get something it's best to get birds that's already related to the birds you have that smiles working with you know, it's got the similar matings that, that they can that they already got the birds locked in, the trace locked in that you might need, or some of the trace locked in you might need. You might want to go get those birds or get birds from that person. You don't get to get a lot, you just get a one or two, maybe three. Bring them in, hard workers, take them to your best. That's how you do it. Okay. Like I said, I was starting people that have close relatives to the birds you have. It is likely that you are or may have the answer, or he may have the answer in their loss or kit boxes. Ask to see some birds fly, and only select those birds that have something you need to move your competition rollers forward. Don't get stuck on a bird that's rolling 40, 50 feet like a bullet and is doing it every six minutes. Who cares? That's, are you trying to get kit competition? It's not gonna help you. That bird probably won't help you get no more competitive. But if you want to get it, by all means, what you want to do, that's what you do. I can't tell you what to do, but I'm just telling you what you select for. Okay. And make sure that you are not compromising any of the traits that you already have established. So if you want freaks, if you already got fast bird, that kit, got good style, and they commit, but now you're trying to add frequency. If you bring in a bird that's frequent, but take away from any other thing, Sometimes it's better not to bring it in. I'm just saying, sometimes it's better not to bring it in. Just leave it where it is. You don't, you don't, it it makes no sense to, um, to lose traits that you um, that you already established. So that's like taking one step forward and two steps back. Okay, now, so you bring the birds in, you want, you're trying to bring friction. Now you got to fly all the birds to make sure that bird is giving you what you want. You have to fly. You have to get up every morning or whenever you can to fly these birds hard. Make sure they give it to you. you can't, sometimes you can't judge them by the first season. Fly them two seasons. Some birds get better the second season. That's just how some families work. But 
but you're the one that's gonna fly them, so you gotta make that decision. Okay. So you didn't fly all the on the page. Okay, now you have to fly all the rollers produced from all the pairs you breed. All the pairs babies gotta fly. Every single pair. They all the babies gotta fly. Only bring in the birds that that the traits you need to move forward. With the traits you need to move forward. That's only bring in those. Don't bring in birds just because they spin fast. Don't bring in birds just because they're deep. Unless you lack depth or you lack speed, then you bring it in. But if you have frequency already and you bring in speed and depth and it take away from your frequency, you still take a step back. So you got to think about all that stuff. You try to maintain what you already established and add to what you add to what you trying to what you already established and make it better. That's what you're trying to do. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Frequency was sense does it make to bring in a bird that's fast but less? Now, yeah. What sense does it make to bring in a bird that's fast? But lacks both frequency and commitment. That means on the brakes, it won't show you what it really got. And it's not doing it frequent enough. You gotta think about that. You got nowhere when you do that. You ain't got, you haven't, you haven't got no, you haven't got nowhere. Your birds are already fast or adequate enough. So your search continues. What's crazy is, you know, guys will normally stock birds and bring in birds that can make their birds better for competition because they are good individuals, individual performers. The key word there is individual. They're individual performers. Now, you do have individuals that are good as individuals in kits, meaning the individual performers what you wish every bird in the kit exhibited, but together. You know what I'm saying? I bred a bird like that a few years ago in 2016. I call him Nova One. That bird right there, he was only, he was, well, he, he him, him and the tortoise shell, they was individuals because everybody else couldn't roll with them. When that kid paws, they go. That kid paws, they go and they commit hard. The other birds just went on their level. And I realized that. Um, now, if I take them two birds and put them in the, some of my best kits, so they fit right in. So it's nothing you gotta think about. <clears throat> so you have any kit meaning their individual performance is what you wish every bird in the kit exhibited together. You can use these birds, but you have to breed every pair along these, along those same guidelines, and then simply add the birds that exhibit collective rolling or kit sensitivity. So if they um if they got the individual and they, they breed them and they bring them birds like that, if them birds do everything else and they exhibit that collective rolling case sensitivity, by all means, keep moving forward with them. Then there's other birds that should be leaving. Okay. Breed those and only pull in birds for breeding that exhibit all the rolling qualities plus kit sensitivity in high percentages. Fly the offspring from these birds hard for at least two seasons, if possible. And then you're going to select again and do a start over again. You're going to keep doing it. But every time you bring one in that proves they can give you what you want, somebody that's not proven or not giving to a higher degree, got to go. Can't keep them around. It's not good to keep them. Let somebody else get them. Let them go. Period. 
though. That's how you build breed for kick competition. It's just that simple. But you got to keep doing it. You got to pay, pay close attention and be honest with yourself. I don't care if you lie to me or lie to whoever. It don't matter. But tell the truth to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can be do, you can be doing everything right, but tell me a lie and your bird's still getting better. But if you tell me the truth and lie to yourself, your bird's not getting better. I'm just telling you. I'm just being real with you. I'm not scared to bring in no birds to make my birds better or to make my birds stronger. Bring in an outside bird that's related to my birds that does most of the things my birds already do makes my birds stronger. Put that gene in there stronger. That's, that's what people don't get. I, just, I get that. I get that. Um, you guys too can be can fly these real good kits. If you breed birds in higher percentages like that, when a hawk take one, it's two coming up replacing it. So you're not really losing as much as you think if your percentages are high. Even if the hawk take them, you still gonna have really good kits. The problem with most guys is the hawk take a few and they have nothing left. You feel me? And every now and then, them birds that come back no matter what, if they decent rovers, they might not be your best. If they decent, use them, but take them to the best. Fly the babies. You're gonna see it. that pattern's gonna start carrying through your loft, getting back home no matter what. Use that bird. If you bring make some babies like that, now nah, you ain't got better. Now the hawk hit, he you only lose the ones that he, they catch. You ain't losing one that they catch plus the two or three they chase off. That happened twice a week and you done. They catch two, the two they caught, and he lost three and lost three. That's eight birds gone. Just think if they hit your kid, they caught two in the week, so you only lost two birds that week. So if you had 20, you still got 18. Instead of having 20, you down to 12. Yeah, think about all that. Don't get caught up in all this crap about pure this and read this and birds from England and this. Don't get caught up in all that. Just bring in what you need. And if it don't work, let it go. It's not good to have a lot of different birds from a lot of different places. You try and fly them. If you fly them separate, fine. I mean, all the birds are good are the same. But if you can figure out a way to do it collectively, more power to you. I'm telling you, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But that's how you break. I broke down the kit thing for you. See, now you can always go back and listen to this. If whatever you miss, you can go back and listen to it. But that being said, I'm going to call it a night on this broadcast, and you guys have a nice evening.